0: Welcome to the Watoto Church Podcast. Prepare your heart as we explore scripture and delve into the Word of God. Hello Watoto family. I am so delighted that you joined us for church. Whether you're at your campus today or watching us online ...or on air. It's always a joy to host you for service. Well, today we're going to begin an important series as we go back to our vision our God-given vision, and we're going to pull out some aspects for us to rethink so we can pioneer again. But let's pray and dive into God's Word. Now, Father, I want to thank you for the power of your Word, and I pray that as we get to hear your Word, as we get to engage with the vision you've given to us, you will inspire us to run uh, fast as we pioneer again in Jesus' name. Amen. Man. Well, before I even dive into today as we uh, reflect back on our story as Watoto. I want to take this opportunity to thank every single one of you who made it on the weekend when we were witnessing uh, this leadership commissioning service. I, I want to thank the teams that worked so hard and the people that traveled from around the world to be a part of this historic moment. Thank you so, so much. I gotta tell you it was a powerful moment. The presence of Jesus was with us here in the building. Those who were outside you could sense the presence of God and we celebrate him for that. Now some of you have said hey can we do some more things that we could uh, honor our founders and we are with the elders we are planning some more activities so we get to honor them. You know the Bible says in 1 Timothy chapter 5 and verse 17. It says, give double honor to spiritual leaders who handle their duties well. This is especially true if they work hard at teaching the word of God. This is so true when it comes to pastors Gary and Marilyn. We're committed to Honor them and honor what God has done through their lives. So keep listening out for the things that we will be doing to give you an opportunity to honor our founders. I think one of the highlight experiences on uh, that Friday was when, in humility, Pastor Gary and Marilyn decided to do what Jesus did when he was about to commission his disciples to go and preach the gospel. Uh, for me, I was this was like a dream, so I, I couldn't even imagine what was happening then. And uh, but for them to get down on their knees and demonstrate humility and servanthood was extremely challenging. And I took time to go back and read that portion of scripture where Jesus washed His disciples' feet. And I just want to read uh, a text from there in John 13 because this was a physical act but with absolute spiritual significance uh, for Vanita and myself but for the entire Watoto family. John 13 and verses 14 to 17 says this. After Jesus had washed uh, his disciples' feet, he said, Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly I tell you, no servant is greater than his master. No is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. That's what Jesus said. And so, Vanita and I, the pastoral team here at Watoto, the staff and the various leaders at Watoto, we are committed to serving you. We are committed to serving you, Watoto family. We are committed to ensuring that you are fed spiritually by the word of God. We are committed to caring about you and your families. We're committed to doing that by serving you. So Jesus says, you will be blessed if you do these things. And that act that day just challenged us to carry the heart of a servant. But we're also committed to serving God's vision that he has given to us as we're taught You've had the story when God called Gary and Marilyn to come and plant an English-speaking church downtown Kampala. God said, out of this church, I'll touch the cities and the nations. Our vision is not going to change. The heartbeat of who we are as Watoto is not going to change. And so we are committed to serving this God-given vision with everything we have got. And how God has led us to become a cell-based community church. To become a church that cares about the orphans and the widows. To become a multi-campus church. All those things are going to remain as a part of our vision and I'm excited to let you know that right now the Watoto story is being written. It's going to be in a book form and I'm excited that Pastor Gary and Marilyn uh, are writing that book and you'll get to hear more of the story. But let me pull out some aspects of our vision today, um, especially in the area of growing and multiplying. We want to continue to grow And multiply in our small groups. We are a cell-based community church. And so small groups are not just a program we do. Small groups is who we are. That's how we get to do life together. We're going to grow and multiply. We will grow and multiply our campuses. We have a dream that in the next 10 to 15 years, we'll grow to 35, 36 campuses all across the cities in which God calls us. That's something that is in our hearts. We know that some of our campuses are meeting in temporary shelters, in tents. We want to build buildings there. In fact, right now, we are at the tail end of building a beautiful building at Watoto Church. We're going to do that. We're committed to raising you to be disciples, fully devoted followers of Jesus. Our country, Uganda, is a Christian country. But the only challenge is that, yes, we may be claiming to be many Christians in number, but few disciples. And so as a member of the Watoro family, we want you to be grounded in your faith. Because only grounded people can withstand the storms and be able to carry on the mission of Christ. In fact, Jesus said, if any man or woman wants to be my disciple, they must be willing to take up their cross and follow him. It's not a a relationship of convenience. It's a relationship of commitment. So we want you to be a fully devoted follower of Jesus and we will do everything to ensure that happens. We know that God has called us to be leaders in this city and in the nation, the where transformation comes is God calls a man or a woman and he sets them in a different uh, sphere of influence to be leaders there and bring the character uh, of Christ in that sphere of influence. We believe that. So we are going to be uh, committed to raising you to be leaders that will transform the marketplace. We're committed to doing that, whether you're in business or in education and the arts or if you're in the judiciary, wherever you are in the medical space, wherever you are, we are going to do everything we can so we can uh, equip you with the leadership tools and skills for you to begin to influence the marketplace. We are committed to doing that. And of course, the other passion when it comes to growing and multiplying is, is about people. It's really about reaching people. I'm so inspired by a phrase that uh, Renard Bonke once said, that we should be committed to emptying hell and populating heaven. In other words, we should continue to reach the lost. That's why Jesus came to seek and save those who were lost, that which was lost. So as Watero Church, we will continue to reach the lost with the gospel of Jesus. But uh, permit me to speak about a particular group in Uganda that we must, more especially now, reach. And that is our youth and children. They are the majority of Uganda. They are the majority of Africa. Africa. And I tell you, there's a war going on to capture the souls of our young people, of our children, because that's the next generation of Ugandan leaders. And as Watoto Church, we got to be there, reaching our young people. We did a research recently with some friends and partners of ours, and it was revealing. Probably one of the biggest researchers showing the mindsets and the challenges that our young people are facing let me give you some of the things that the young people said uh, why we must reach them because you must you might be asking why why here are some reasons uh, from the research we discovered and this was done all across uganda there's even a bigger report for africa and even for the world now specifically here half of the teens teenagers when they were interviewed they said they were lonely and depressed Many are dealing with high anxiety. The suicide risk amongst our teenagers is at 20%. In fact, when we asked them how many had attempted suicide when we did this research, and that's just as recent as last year, 11% of the teenagers reported to having made a suicide attempt. Our young people are at risk, my friend. So we must reach them. We must be there for them. Let me just give you just one more and then we carry on. We ask them, who influences your ambitions in life? And here's what the teenagers said. Parents came first and then teachers and then friends. And so family is important. For us to reach the youth and children, we cannot do it without reaching families. And so one of the emphasis we're going to be doing is to ensure that our families are healthy, happy and strong families. We want you to have that kind of family because parents have a huge voice when it comes to children and youth. The other one they said was school. And so we want to reach schools and reach our teenagers and children because that's the future. Of our country. So we're going to reach the lost. But we're going to have a strong emphasis. On reaching our youth. And children. Carrying on with. Serving. We are going to serve. The poor and the vulnerable. That is part of our DNA. That's part of our vision. We're going to continue to rescue. Vulnerable children and raise them to be leaders that would rebuild the nation. Because God loves them. And that's true religion. James one twenty seven that God accepts as pure and faultless. To rescue the orphan and reach the vulnerable woman. We're going to do that. Continue to do that. We're going to continue to restore dignity to vulnerable women. And what total neighborhood is going to become something that we continue to press into. We've seen fruit from it, but there is more we want to do. As we provide education for the vulnerable mothers, children, and make sure that uh, she has meaningful, a meaningful source of income through uh, 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 dignified employment, or they begin to do their small businesses. We're going to do that's a God mandate that He's given to us. We want to make sure they are healthy. We want to make sure that they live in better places than they currently say housing. And some of these things are too big for us, but it's a vision God has given to us. What Watoto Church. My prayer and our prayer is that you will have a heart for those that God has a heart for. And those are the broken, the poor, the lonely. He has a heart for them. And we're going to be his hands and his feet and reach out to those. So we're going to continue to serve the poor and the vulnerable. And when you think of the Watoto story, this is it. Out of a church that was planted with a passion To see healing come to the cities and the nations. God led us to start taking care of the orphans and the widows. And just that has helped us as Watoto Church to capture the heart of God. And we've become known for that. We've become known for evangelistic programs and events that we do. But also the powerful services that we have. And I tell you what, our story has been amazing. But there is more that God wants to do. His story is not yet over. He is writing some history even today. And I love what 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9 says, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, No mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. My Toto family, there is so much more that God wants to do and he's still doing. As I've looked through the Bible, I've realized that God is a multi-generational God. He writes his story through different generations. And so today... He's still writing his story. And God's story is captured in his grand redemptive plan for humanity. And he's doing that with every single generation. He's writing his story. And that story is written by you and I, the redeemed of the Lord. He uses his people. He uses his people to transform culture. He uses his people to reach community. He uses his people to bring about the blessings from heaven and his will and his kingdom to be uh, experienced here on earth as it is in heaven. And so if you're listening to me today, you are absolutely part of his redemptive story and he wants to write some more through you, my friend. Someone once said, Every generation has a chance to write some history. Why not you? Why not us? So, Ototo family, let's write some more history. When it comes to matters of time, as I begin to close, there's two kinds of time. There's the way man sees time, and there's the way God sees time. Man's time is chronos. He sees time in weeks, in days, months, or years. So we end the year 2023 and that's the way we see time as human beings. But God sees time differently and God's time is is called Kairos. There are times which are related to the move of God. And so we need to go beyond the chronos time that human beings see and begin to sense God's timing. Because in God's time, he makes everything beautiful. I love what Acts chapter 17 and verse 26 and 27 says. It says, from one man he made all the nations, that they should inhabit the whole earth. And he marked out their appointed times in history and the boundaries of their lands. God did that. And God did this so that they would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him. Though he's not far from any one of us. Mark what it says. He's marked out their appointed times in history. Here's what we believe. It is Africa's appointed time. It is Africa's day to make a contribution to the rest of the world. And so, the family, those who are listening, let's capture God's timing. And here's our response when it comes to God's timing. Let's give ourselves 100%. And give our labor to build his kingdom. Let's give like never before. Because the resources we give through our tithes and offerings, they go to accelerate the work we do to reach the lost and the lonely. So it's God's time. Give 100%. Let's fully depend on his spirit. This work we're called to do, we cannot do it on our own. It will never be by might or by power by by great strategy. It's going to be by his spirit. Our response should be to trust him for more. Because God is able to do more than we can ever ask or even imagine. So let's dare to imagine. Let's dare dream some more of what God wants to do. Let's dream some more new stories. Some more new stories of impact and transformation. God can do it. Ephesians 3.20 says now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and do superabundantly more than all that we dare ask or think infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, or dreams. And he does it according to his power that is at work within us. There is so much more, and I encourage you to engage 100%. And as we do that, let's not lose focus. Let's keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, who is the pioneer and the perfecter of our faith. What am I saying? When it comes to our vision, let's pioneer again. Thank you for listening. We hope this encourages you to step into the new. Tune in next time as we delve into the Word of God for comments and feedback or counseling. Write to connect at watotachurch.com.